0: good morning everybody and welcome to another episode, another episode, another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host Mike Russell you're getting a two for one today. A two for one. Oh man. Life is good. Life is good. I guess I'm publishing an episode because I, I feel good. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving back from the gym i'm gonna go i've got this favorite store uh up in Windham, maine it's closer to raymond um i've got a great releas- relationship with uh with a butcher and then uh there's another store that i just absolutely love like they got the best sourdough bread and like homemade just it, it's just good stuff you know what i'm saying so it's like i used to hate going to the store. Which I still do, like going to chains and stuff like that. Like I feel like I'm gonna break out in a rash. Part of my Christmas present to my wife was we went on a we went on a Target shopping spree. If you know me, at the bottom of my list uh, for the five love languages is gifts. Um, I am not even semi fluent. I'm not even mildly proficient in gift giving. I'm very, very. It's a it's a major area. Uh, of improvement that I need to work on. And for a long time, I would just say, I'm not good at gifts. Don't expect gifts from me. Don't give me gifts. And I realized that as I've grown and matured, that's disrespectful to people. You know what I mean? That'd be like me, somebody telling me, like, oh, you know, somebody, you know, like my wife being like, oh, I'm not going to touch you. You know, I don't need physical touch. That's not how I communicate my love. So I just, I'm not going to touch you. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm not gonna say good things about you because words of affirmation aren't, are, that's not how I speak love to people. You know what I'm saying? So I came to realize that there's a lot of really important people in my life that, you know, get, gifts really resonate with them. You know what I mean? And uh, I've been really bad at it historically. And I can see how that can strain relationships sometimes, you know, like to me, it's like, I used to, it's ego. You know what I mean? I used to have this ego where it's like, you know, dude, and this goes to everybody that's in my life, I'm like, dude, I love you, I protect you, I provide, I give, you know, all my close friends opportunities in business and I've been there when you needed me and I'm I'm always everybody's first phone call when things go wrong every time, and I got you. And I used to use that as like, well, I don't need to give you gifts because the gift, (laughs) yeah, this is so, this is all ego. I'm like I, I. don't need to give you gifts because the gift I give you is having me in your life. You know, that's what I used to think, and it's terrible. It's ego edging God out, you know, and it's disgusting to even think like that. But that's as a young guy, that's how I used to think. You know, when you, you it, when you're a young, high achieving person, you know, you just think you're on top of the world, and the world needs to bend to your will. But you can make the world bend to your will to a certain degree, but eventually you're going to find that the world's going to break you quicker than anything else, which is why you need to strengthen your spirit. But anyways, i got to get better at gift-giving. I don't even know how I got into this. I was talking about going to the store. Oh, it's stores. Yeah, I took my wife on a shopping spree at Target, and I felt like I was going to break out in a rash. I get real quiet and antsy and nervous. You know, my head's on a swivel. I just, I don't trust... People, you know what I mean? Especially now, people are wild, dude. There's that video. Uh, Google this at your own risk. It's like uh, it really. When I say this, if you're not used to violence, this will mess you up a little bit for a couple of days. So, there's this video online. Very easy if you just Google "neighbors shoots neighbors in the snow, Pennsylvania." It'll come. It'll come right up. It's this. These. This couple. They were shoveling snow across the street into their neighbor's yard. Boneheaded move, right? It's just disrespectful. Neighbor comes out. They get into a shouting match. And I guess the neighbor whose yard it was, this was the final straw. I think he pulls out a handgun and shoots them both. The the husband and the wife, the ones that were shoveling the snow into his yard, He shoots them both right there, caught on the security camera. must have been at their house, like the ring or whatever they had, a blink or something. Shoots them both with a handgun. The lady goes down in the middle of the street screaming. The guy starts running away. He's been shot three or four times. It's crazy because when people get shot, it doesn't happen like it does in the movies at all. Like If you've ever seen somebody get shot or stabbed, the movies do not... It's not even close to what really happens. The guy's shot three or four times. He starts running to the house screaming, he's shabby, he's shabby. The, the, the wife is rolling back and forth in the street. The husband collapses in front of the door, collapses, and the dude goes back into his house. By this time, neighbors have come over. He comes back out with a rifle. And the neighbors take off, the ones that were trying to help the husband and the wife. He goes up to the wife, shoots her point blank, and says, you should have kept your effing mouth shut. Goes over to the husband, finishes him off. Broad daylight. In the snow. Probably 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Why did I tell that story? And what does that have to do with shopping at Target? You never know. You never know. All of these people... That's why I avoid now... I try my best, I, I, I'm not good at it yet entirely, but I try my best not to argue as much with people online, I, I tend to go back and delete comments now, uh, also I've been banned 406 times on all accounts, um, because you just never know, you know, you might think you're going to get away with antagonizing somebody over and over and you just keep pushing a button and pushing a button and pushing a button and and before you know it you're dead you've lost your life over snow you lost your life over a traffic stop or a a bumper to bumper or because somebody cut you off at a red light you know how many deaths happen per year from people just in traffic snapping out and killing killing people it's crazy you never know when somebody's on their last leg. You never know what somebody's going through. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what their pro pro I'm not even trying that word. It's not registering in my brain right now for violence is pro proclivity? No, pro proclivity. Well, <laughs> do proclivity for violence is You never know, man. It's wild out there. So like when I'm out in public, it's uh man I know, I got my head on a swivel. I don't like it. But these little quiet mom and pop stores, I appreciate them. They're quiet, they're reasonable, they remember your name, they remember what you like, they take care of you. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, it's like shopping for me at these places. It's like a little bit of a release. That's so funny. Last episode, I was just talking about how things change over time. Like a couple of years ago today, I'd been. I would be out on the road right now Getting a bunch of alcohol for New Year's Eve Throwing a party You know what I'm saying Now it's like I'm going shopping for bread (laughs) Things change man But seriously I kind of want to revisit that point You never know with people You never know You never know what's going through somebody's head You know It's hard to say this without sounding cynical But I've come to And there's a balance to this I think you need to expect and be prepared for the worst with people, but hope for the best. Expect the best out of people, but absolutely be prepared for the worst. And this goes from people that are close to you, people you barely know. You never know. And I'm not just talking about everybody going to snap out and be violent. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you never know when betrayal is coming. You never know when a lie is coming. You never know when somebody's going to slander. You never, you never know when somebody close to you. And what happens is, is it's usually an accumulation of, you know, I, I had this partner in business, and our relationship just got strained and strained and strained and strained, and it was just, you know, I, I think I've talked about it before. This guy just wanted to call me and talk on the phone all the time, and I just did, I, I hate talking on the phone. I really think that's what it was there's a lot of, I was kind of mean, he was extremely insecure, uh, like extremely insecure in the relationship, like this was my partner in business, turn around, stab me in the back, you know what I'm saying, took half the business and blah, 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 whatever. Um, It's, you just, it's usually a series of little slights, per, perceived slights, that'll make somebody snap out, you know what I'm saying? Because most people don't have, and it boils down to you and them. It's your fault for not recognizing that you're irking somebody over and over again. Because it's just, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, what is straw? It's small, seemingly weightless, right? Like, let's break that metaphor down, that analogy down. Straw is small, it's seemingly, seemingly weightless, right? And, you know, if I'm on a super sensitive scale, super sensitive scale, And I put just one piece of straw, it's going to tip that scale, right? Well, it's the same thing with people. They might be these small, seemingly insignificant, weightless, little offenses. Your tone. You forgot to call somebody back. Uh, You forgot an important date, which is another thing I got to work on. Like a birthday or something like that, which that's pretty big, but... um, I think, Well, for most people, I I place no value on birthdays. But, like I said, the tone of your voice, a word that you used that was interpreted improperly, a little piece of gossip that made it to somebody that you might have said about them, and it got twisted through the... It's all these little things, and then one day that person snaps. So that's your fault. We get so busy in our day-to-day lives. Dude, I'm giving you guys so much relationship gas right now if you don't pay attention to me and what I'm telling you. um, Just coming from a dude that's made a lot of mistakes. Understand when I say this stuff, it's just coming from a dude that's made a lot of mistakes. That's all. It's not a holier than now. It's like, hey, bro, I've, I've messed up in this area 10 times worse than you probably ever will. But it's a series of small faults, and it's your fault for not detecting... A, it's a series of small slights, and it's your fault for not detecting the shifting dynamic of the relationship. Because you, the excuses you know that I always used to use is, dude, we're busy, we're moving quick. Like, I don't have time to slow down and think about your feelings. Well, if you're in business for the right reasons, you're in business for people, and you're in business because you care about them. Now, that doesn't mean you, can, you need to, yes, you know, there's a balance, again, with everything. You're not catering to everybody's emotional win. You know what I'm saying? Business is business at the end of the day. However, you need to be a, you need to be sensitive to people. People are people, bro. People are the wildest creatures on the face of the earth. It's just people are some of the most unpredictable. Like you plug people, it's, <coughs> it's why the economy's so, dude. You could be. Uh, that's why economics is such a joke. It's such a joke. People go study econ for four years. And come out and publish papers look like absolute idiots. When's the last time an economist was right about anything? Uh, you know, do you have strokes of luck? Why is it why why is why are economists idiots? Because you're trying to quantify the human element. It's impossible. People are nuts. People are nuts. There's always gonna be outliers. And no matter how much you try to perfect your model, there's always going to be an outlier skewing the data. And it's not just one. It's like a collection of them. And they're a powerful magnet. They skew your data. That's why it makes no sense. Study the economy. Yeah, okay. That's why, you know, it's like another one. is psychology. I'm going to go to school to be a psychologist. Okay. Yeah, so you can just refer people to psychiatrists to refer them to medication. There you go. What a great science that is. Yeah, you got to really re- think about these things before you start going to school for. Because it. it's because you're trying to study people. It's all unpredictable. You could try to find a certain pattern of behavior and model it, but it's going to switch the next year on you. You know what I'm saying? Because we live as humans, we're ever changing, ever developing, ever molding in an ever changing, ever developing, ever molding environment. So not only are we so extremely malleable as creatures, but our environment is, and it, it, it acts upon us. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's just like people, people oh, in business, in life, and relationships, people are wild. So you gotta be sensitive to what's going on around you. You gotta pick up on the little cues of people. But you can't seem insecure. you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? You know, if somebody's asking you, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? It's because there's a reason you should be mad at them. You know, I had a person in my business once. Dude, Everybody. This person's texting everybody. Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Well, it's probably one of the shadiest people I know. You know what I'm saying? Because they were always doing shady things. Gossiping, slandering, making things up. Crazy, crazy stuff. Going across enemy lines and business and all this crazy cheating on this person's fiance. All this stuff. You mad at me? You mad at me? Oh, yeah, there's probably, yeah. So if somebody's constantly saying that, there's a reason you should be mad at them. That's a signal, right? There's something going on there. They're guilty. So you can't come across that way, but you still have to be sensitive to other people. However, so that's, you gotta take fault for that, for not picking up and reading between the lines with people. You, if you wanna be a high level achiever and you wanna work in business with people, you gotta be able to pick up on the cues. The subtle cues. But it's also their fault. And it's their fault because it takes character to bring an issue to somebody. So I've got a girl that I'm in business with right now. I made a certain business decision with another person in our business. uh, And she brought it right to me. She said, listen, this has been bothering me. I'm just curious as to why you made this decision and not this. I trust you more than anything. And I love you and... I just this kind of bothered me a little bit and I just need to understand why this decision was made. And I respected that so much. Cause she brought it to me. And she in the past, I've been in business with this this woman for a very long time, wouldn't have done that. So it was a huge step forward in emotional and relational maturity, right? Interpersonal intelligence and character. People with strong character will bring things to you when they bother them. They should. People that lack character, well, people that lack character, they're, uh, they'll they never bring it to you. They'll let it compound and compound because at the end of the day, they want to blame you. They want it, It's just easier to blame you for being a dick than it is to, say, bring the issues to you and say, listen, Mike, you said this here and said this here. Maybe I and perceiving it incorrectly but this is how i perceived it and this is how it made me feel that's hard for people to do that's really difficult for people to do <laughs> man if you're going to get involved in business but it's just life I, I don't know why i keep saying business this is just life life is relationships it's a it's a it's almost a four dimensional spider web you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine a 4D, even like a 3D spider web. Now imagine a 4D spider web. That's like, that is the complexity of interpersonal relationships between human beings, because it's all related. The the relationship that you have your fault with your father affects the relationship between your father and your mother, and that relationship then comes back and affects the relationship with you and your father you know what I'm saying it's like and then there's your brother you add your brother it's like a compounding it's like an infinite number of combinations it's wild it's like it's crazy we're getting into some deep stuff today huh look at this two episodes (laughs) I'm having fun how about you see how many of you listen to this all the way through because if you listen to this all the way through you got some game today for sure (laughs) So on one hand, you need to be sensitive and make sure you're picking up on the subtle cues that somebody might be a little disgruntled, okay? I love this saying, if you, hear, if you listen to the whispers, you won't hear the screams. Boom, boom, right there. That's all I need to tell you. If you listen to the whispers, you won't hear the screams. And the other lesson from this is, if somebody's bothering you, confront them, reach down, Men and women alike, grab your little balls, right? You know what I mean by that? Not your physical ones, like the cojones, like the, like, g- reach down and grab the character that you're supposed to have and go to the person and deal with it. It's gonna, and if you bring something in a very reasonable manner to somebody and they can't handle you doing that, that's on them. That's all on them. And if they're supposed to be in a position of leadership, shame on them. If you have a leader where you can't be like, listen, hey, Jim, you know, in that meeting the other day, um, you kind of called me out on something personal that I had confided in you publicly. Um, and, I, you know, you're the boss, man, and I respect your position and I respect you and everything you've done for me. But I just have to let you know that's kind of been eaten away at me. Um, Because I did share that to you with you in confidence and just bringing it up in public just made me you know didn't make me feel very good Jim so uh, I just had to get that Oh, I didn't say it to hurt your feelings you have to understand that was a teachable moment If you got if you're dealing with somebody like that you better head for the hills man You better head for the hills it ain't gonna be good for you You Now that partner in business that I mentioned earlier this dude couldn't hear anything negative about himself Oh my goodness people were terrified to bring problems to him because he would just snap out and it's insecurity. That's all it is. It's just severe, severe, deeply rooted insecurity. So you yourself, what's the last time somebody brought something to you? How did you handle it? Did you use it to get better? And you know, sometimes people will bring things to you and it's they're full of crap. You know what I mean? It's like maybe they're wrong about the way that they feel. You're never wrong about the way that you feel. Your feelings... Yeah, shut up, lady. Yes, you are. Feelings can be wrong. Feelings can be incorrect. If we reinforce the fact that every single feeling you have is good and awesome and we should focus on it and love on it, it's just <laughs> it's just more of that feminine BS. You know what I'm saying? So every once in a while, you know, if somebody brings something to you, it doesn't mean that you don't listen to them if they're wrong. You know, first of all, you need to really dissect the fact whether or not they are wrong. Or is there something teachable in it for you? And if they are just incorrect in their feelings, how can we lead them to seeing things the right way and understand? I think that you need to let the emotion pass first. You know, take what they have to say with a grain of salt and smile and say I understand it. maybe even apologize. But go back and revisit it when their emotional state of being has passed to something more placid and malleable and teach them. I think that's what you need to do. Dude, if you just embrace some of the lessons that we talked about today, every relationship in your life would improve so dramatically and so quickly it would literally blow your gourd off. You know what I'm saying? But I'm about to be at my favorite store. So... Uh, <laughs> Love this place. It's called Chipman's, I think. Yeah, Chipman's. It's cool. It's a nice little spot up near Raymond, Maine. So if you're ever in, Ray- ever in Raymond, bro, these people that will never, these like 60, 70-year-old people that own this place that never will listen to my podcast don't even know they're getting plugged right now. Shipman's Farm Market. Here we are. They better be open. Right? If they're not open, I take back everything I just said. Oh, they're closed for what? Oh wow, it looks like they're like closed closed. Oh bro. And it says thank you on the sign. If they're permanently closed, you guys are lit you guys are witnessing a heartbreak live right now. Like literally, as you're listening, my heart is breaking. My there I have tears welling up in my eyes. What the hell am I gonna do now? That was my favorite store. Now I gotta go down to the good life, which is my second favorite store, but it ain't as good as Chipman's. They don't have my sourdough bread. They don't have raw milk. Oh. Criminity. Let's have a moment of silence for Chipman's please. If everybody could please if everybody could please bow your heads close your eyes Southpaw better be open I'm telling you what right now I'm going to have some major issues with people of Southpaw okay Southpaw is open moment of silence for shipments bro that better be seasonal if that's like a permanent thing I'm going to flip out oh look never mind this place doesn't open okay 10 o'clock so I can come back sweet All right, so we're going down. Dude, we're 0 for 2. So I'm gonna go down to the good life. Oh, closed on Fridays because of the gas, I don't know. Just trying to prepare myself for worst case scenario here. I go down, if I go down to good life and there's an issue at good life, I'm not, I'm gonna quit today. I never quit, I will quit. Like I will cancel all my meetings. I'm not going to do my cold plunge. I'm going to give up. Just kidding. Would never happen. I'm, I was going to end this episode, but you guys are coming with me down to the good life. And if this place isn't open, you guys are going to hear a temper tantrum. An absolute temper tantrum. I not come all this way. I can't believe Chipman's is closed. It better just be seasonal. Why would they close in the winter? Like, dude, they were literally built for winter. It's like, man, like soups and bread. <laughs> soups and breads getting all fat and sassy. <laughs> you guys ever seen that video? Just eating soups and breads getting all fat and sassy. Dude, I sound just like her. You got to watch watch that video and tell me I don't sound, I got that impression nailed. All right, good life is open. Hallelujah. All right. Oh, there's some poppers in the car next to me. It's a German Shepherd. Oh, it's a good boy. That dude's looking at me like I got seven heads. Sorry, dude. It's a good boy. All right. I'll let you go. Love you guys. Let's get it.